What I value in life is quality rather than quantity. Albert Einstein. Hello, and welcome to the Elegant Balance Podcast, where we explore how to create a well-balanced life full of simplicity, joy, and beauty. I'm your hostess, Dr. Kaylee Hackney, wife, working mom, and expert in the work-life interface. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the science behind work-life balance, practical tips, and plenty of love and encouragement along the way. My desire is to inspire women to pursue their elegant balance. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Elegant Balance Podcast. I am so delighted that you are here. It has been a while since we've hung out. Um, I just took some time off this summer. I Honestly, I needed it. I needed to rest. I needed to um, just be present with my family and have some quiet time to myself to think and reflect and um, get the creative juices going again, especially after launching the Elegant Balance Academy because um, that was a big a big creative endeavor there. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to be back with you. We had a really great summer. We traveled to Gatlinburg, Tennessee and stayed in the Smoky Mountains for a little while. And then we spent a lot of time up in Illinois with our parents, um, which they live in what I would call the middle of nowhere, lots of cornfields. Um, but it just feels like time slows down when we go there. And the kids are, you know, they have a great time with grandma and grandpa, but they also just get to run around, play outside. The weather's beautiful. Unlike in Texas, where, you know, it's consistently 105 degrees this summer. Um, so yeah, it was a great summer, but I am glad to be back here with you. So a few weeks ago, I found myself just reflecting um, during an afternoon walk. It really is amazing how much just having some peace and quiet and movement can get my brain going and get the creative juices flowing. But as I was walking, I just kind of let my mind wander and really came, uh, started kind of thinking through the concept of quality over quantity. You've probably heard that mantra before, right? And applied it to different areas of your life or different items or activities. Um, but I came to the conclusion that that mantra, quality over quantity, could apply to so many different aspects of our lives. And I think when we truly embrace that quality over quantity idea and apply that to our lives, it really could help us on our journey towards an elegantly balanced life. Because if you think about it, if we fill our lives with higher quality experiences, activities, items, whatever, whatever it is, what you're going to be left with is a simple, simplified life that's filled with beautiful, high-quality things or experiences. Um, in other words, you'll have a high-quality life at the end of the day. Um, so what I want to do in today's episode is really just discuss seven different areas that I see this mantra applying and helping me with work-life balance, and I hope that it will be inspiring for you. Um, so yeah, let's dig in. The first area that I want to talk about is our work hours. Um, so yeah, we can apply this concept to our working hours. For a lot of us, the goal should be quality of work, not necessarily a specific number of hours spent on work. 
So put another way, 12-hour workdays don't necessarily mean better work. It just means more time spent in the office. And while I couldn't find research to support a specific number of hours, several productivity articles across the internet suggest that employees are really only productive for about two and a half to four hours a day, which really calls into question what exactly we're doing with those other hours and whether they even need to be spent in the office. Now, I understand, you know, some of us are, are hourly employees, and of course you want to spend those hours in the office, but those of you who maybe are salaried or you're an entrepreneur and, um, you know, spending your time how you see, how you see fit, um, we really could embrace this. You can embrace quality over quantity at work by working during your most productive times. So morning people maybe would want to work in the morning. Um, you could also identify priorities each day and then eliminate any distractions that keep you from your work. That way you ensure that you are putting in really high quality hours, but not necessarily just trying to rack up a certain number of hours each day. Okay, the second area is time with our kids. So as a mom, I spend a lot of time thinking and honestly worrying about the amount of time that I spend with my kids. Is it enough? I mean, I want them to know that they are immensely loved by me, But is it too much, right? I can get irritable after the 10th tea party of the morning and also worry that I'm smothering them and their ability to play independently. Hopefully you might be able to relate to that. (laughs) But it turns out that moms today spend more time on childcare activities than moms in the 1960s did. This coupled with the fact that research has shown that the sheer number of hours moms spend moms spend with their kids doesn't matter as much as the quality of that time does. Hopefully that alleviates some of your concerns and makes it easier to strive for quality over quantity in this area of your life. Instead of keeping track of the amount of time that you spend with your kids, I encourage you to prioritize the quality of your interactions. During the time that you do get to spend with them, Strive to be fully present and engaged, which I know is difficult, especially after a long workday. But again, it's the quality of the time. It's not necessarily how much time that you're spending with them. For our family, we try to build those few moments into our daily routines. So I really try to have intentional conversations on the commute to school, which is a time that we're going to spend together anyway, so I try to enhance the quality of that time together. Um, We also try to do family meals around the table each evening, and again, try to be intentional about the conversations that we're having and um, enjoying one another and having fun together. And then we also always do bedtime cuddles at night. So my kids are eight and four, maybe your 13-year-old doesn't want bedtime cuddles, Um, But you get what I mean. You know, you could build in some really intentional time because if I look at those those examples, it's really not a lot of time, maybe two hours out of my day, but there's some of the best memories that I've created with my kids. Okay, the third area is our friendships. So friendships play an incredibly important role in elevating our lives, particularly for women. 
In a recent study, my co-authors and I found that in dual career couples, so couples where both parents worked, social support from the wife's friends helped alleviate not only her own work-family conflict, but also helped out with her husband's work-family conflict. Interestingly, his friend support didn't really matter for for him or for her. Um, So it's obvious that these female friendships are really important for us, especially as working moms. However, nurturing meaningful connections with friends requires an investment of our time and our energy. So over the years, I have found that quality over quantity applies here too. I would much rather have a small circle of friends with whom I share a deep connection and actually have the bandwidth to provide meaningful support to them. This is not an encouragement for you to go out and cut people out of your life, but rather just a simple remind, a reminder that it is okay to reconsider who you are investing in and trying not to spread yourself too thin. It's not a popularity contest, right? We want to build deep, meaningful relationships with people who um, we can love and encourage and who can love and encourage us. So a question that I really like to consider frequently is, am I being the kind of friend that I would like to have? And if the answer is no, then I try to make any necessary adjustments. Like I said, it's really not the number of friends that you have, the number of girls' nights that you go out on, or even the number of hours that you spend together. What really matters is the quality of your relationships. Can you pick up right where you left off with that person? Does a chat with that friend leave you feeling loved and uplifted and encouraged? That's a really good sign of a quality friendship. Okay, next, let's talk about food. So my husband and I have been trying to really clean up our act when it comes to food lately, and I feel like this mantra, quality over quantity, applies so well here as well. Um, Because when we think about it, applying the mantra of quality over quantity to our food might just be the secret to sustainable, healthy eating. We can apply it in so many different ways. Um, One way is just eating foods made with high quality ingredients as opposed to foods with a laundry list of ingredients that you can't pronounce will inevitably mean that you are eating more nutritious foods, right? Secondly, we can apply this to the meals that we do eat. So eating high quality meals a few times a day is going to be better for us than snacking on a lot of junk food all day long. Energy is an important part of work-life balance, and it's a key source. A key source of energy is the food that we eat. So when our bodies are well-nourished and fueled with high-quality food, we have the energy that we need to meet the various responsibilities that come our way. Not to mention, we also have more energy to just have fun and enjoy this life. Okay, the next area is clothing. So I will be honest, I hate fast fashion. Not only are there some sustainability issues with it, but the clothes just don't feel good and they don't last very long and they tend to just kind of fall apart. They don't fit well. So if I was given a choice between a walk-in closet filled to the brim with stylish but cheaply made clothing 
or a capsule wardrobe of 30 high-quality pieces that fit me like a glove, I would choose the capsule wardrobe every single time. The clothing we wear matters. It can impact the way that we show up and the different roles that we play. And while high-quality pieces might be more of an investment than a dress from Target's latest collection, I'm convinced that it's worth it. Better yet, it's easy to just go on a treasure hunt to your local thrift store and find some high-quality pieces that are affordable, right? They don't have to be a huge investment. In fact, they could be about the same investment as something from Target. And just yesterday, I bought several dresses and a blouse and a pair of shoes for about a fourth of the price that I would have paid had I gone to the department store. And they were all pieces that I would consider high quality. So it's important to start considering, you know, quality over quantity with our clothing. Like I said, if you have high quality pieces, those are going to fit you better and they're going to last longer, which means you're going to get more bang for your buck out of a high quality piece. And you're going to feel better when you're wearing clothing that feels good, that fits amazing. You're going to feel more confident and that's going to impact the way that you show up as a mom or as a friend or as an employee. Um, So yeah, another area we can apply this mantra is to our clothing. Next, let's talk about extracurricular activities, and specifically with regards to children, but I also believe it applies to us as adults as well, because it's really easy to feel like um, you are failing as a parent if you don't sign your kids up for every single extracurricular activity that comes their way. Dance, karate, gymnastics, theater, piano lessons, baseball, football, soccer, volleyball, cheer, (laughs) list could go on and on and on. Quality over quantity applies here too. They don't need to do everything. In fact, maybe it would be good for them to learn that they don't need to do it all at a young age. Signing them up for an activity also means that you are signing yourself up for driving them to and from practice, giving up those precious evening hours with them And you're committing your entire family to spending, you know, maybe Saturdays at the game. It's a cost that we don't often consider. Instead, I would really encourage you to focus on the activities that actually enrich their life. What are they interested in? And we have to remember that we're looking to see what they are interested in. It doesn't necessarily have to be something that we're interested in, right? Um, I would love for my son to play piano or guitar, but he has no interest in it. And so it's not worth my time and effort or his time and effort really to do piano lessons or guitar lessons. If he's ever interested in it, then we can pursue it, right? But right now it's not an interest. It's not a passion. And I have no no hopes and dreams of him becoming a concert pianist, right? So ask yourself, what do they seem to have a talent for? What are they passionate about? Prioritize those few things. Um, There's not a lot, right? It's not not a lot, not, not a high quantity, but they're high quality activities. And then just give yourself permission to let the rest go. Your kids will be fine. They do not need to do everything. And I think we need to remember that for ourselves too. 
right? It's easy for us to say yes to everything that comes our way um, without really considering the quality of the activity that we've agreed to. Um, Of course, it would be fun to go and do a trivia night with your girlfriends or a date night with your husband or join the, the intramural volleyball team, like whatever it is. But we have to consider what we're giving up. And um, sometimes we need to just apply that mantra again, quality over quantity. And let your, let your personal values, your goals, let that kind of drive what you are agreeing to and what you're maybe just saying, you know what, this is not the time to do that right now. Okay, the last one I want to talk about is content. And by content, I mean things like books, magazines, movies, podcasts, social media, YouTube, music, the list goes on and on, right? There is clearly a great quantity of content available out there for your consumption. However, not all content is created equal, and it's most definitely not all high-quality content. What we consume can have a really big impact on our lives, right? There's research out there that shows that internet use or focusing in on the news headlines 24-7 or social media use, those things have implications for our mental health and our well-being. And we need to be mindful about what we are allowing into our brains. Um, I have become more and more careful about this. Um, I've learned that I absolutely hate any form of scary movie, and I just have no desire for that type of content to enter my brain. I don't need those pictures, those storylines, any of it. I've also started paying more attention to the types of books I'm reading because I realize that as a busy working mom with two kids and lots of things going on, I want to spend my reading time on high-quality pieces, right? So I've started focusing more on classic books, or really well-written books and stories that I want to read, whereas I used to just read any old thing that I found that I came across. Um, But I'm starting to be a little bit more picky with what I spend my time um, reading. And I think we can do this with anything, right? Like I said, there's a lot of content out there. It's not just books or movies. There's the podcasts we listen to. There's the social media posts or people that we follow on social media. There are YouTube videos. There's the different music we listen to. I love what one of my favorite creators, Tanya Lee, says. She really looks at women as being the editors of their lives. And I think that that idea is so powerful, right? We're the editor of what we allow into our brains. And I think we need to be more intentional about curating what type of content we consume and really focus in on trying to consume high-quality content and not so much just the quant- the quantity of content, right? Not just scrolling through TikTok and consuming whatever it is that the algorithm feeds us. Um, so yeah, I really want to encourage you to, to take a step back and look at the type of content that you're consuming and really consider, is this high-quality? Is this helping my life become better? And if it's not, then maybe question why you are consuming it in the first place. So I hope that that's helpful for you to just start thinking over how this this mantra, quality over quantity, might apply to different areas of your lives. And maybe you can think of other ways that you could apply it. 
Um, I have found that it's really helpful to remind myself, oh no, we're pursuing quality over quantity. Um, and like I said, you know, it touches on a lot of different aspects. And when we focus on quality over quantity in these different areas, what we're going to end up with is a simplified but high quality life. And who doesn't want that? Have a beautiful, joy-filled week, friends. Hey, have you grabbed your copy of the Elegant Balance Workbook? If not, what are you waiting for? I've said it time and time again, but work-life balance does not happen by accident. It takes intentional action on your part. So let me help you. Go to kayleehackney.com forward slash workbook to grab your copy today.